0: Thank you for choosing to listen to episode number 10 of Kansas City Food Memories, where we take a stroll down memory lane and share stories about the 1980s and 90s and our favorite restaurants. Today's special guest is Charlie Keegan, news reporter for Channel 41. Now remember that this is a taped podcast of the original live radio show, so when I give the phone number to text or to call in, please do not do that. That would really confuse the folks that are in the station at the time. But give a listen in, be sure to sign up for the podcast and give us a rating on there. And even more importantly, tell your friends and family that live outside of Kansas City that they can relive their past and connect in a way never before made available. So sit back, enjoy the ride, and I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you. Well, good morning to everybody and welcome to Kansas City Food Memories, a show that we run at 10 o'clock. And what we do is we take a stroll down memory lane Thinking of our um, telling stories about our favorite restaurants and bakeries and diners from the 1980s and 90s that are no longer here. And so, our uh, the phone number for you to text in so just text in the first part of the show and then we'll take calls later. But our phone number is the same as it is for Toby Tobin it's 913 586 7798. That's the same call in line and the text line.
1: We don't have a text line at Toby uh, we, Tobin, we,
0: we do now. The 10 o'clock hour. For you,
1: yes. Yeah. So we join the 21st century
0: here at the 10 o'clock hour. Uh-huh. We do have a text line. And so uh, you'll be able to put put that in your phone so you'll be able to do that. Every once in a while, we'll come up with something we don't know the answer to, and you're welcome to do that. The voice you hear is the legendary Toby Tobin.
1: Oh, legendary. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: you're legendary. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, le- Legendary's not always positive. It just means that you're well-known <laughs> and everybody knows who you are. <laughs> you know you're getting to be a real pain. I, I know. That's why I really enjoy having my show after yours. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I get the, you might enjoy. it, I, yes. I, I get the last word in. <laughs> I liked it. I loved it last last week. I think uh, you kicked me off the show. See, you know, I don't think I'm going to have you back anymore. It's like I I have my own key to the building. I can come in anytime <laughs> I want. I'm going to have that change. Uh you can't, you can't. <laughs> but I found out that my key only works on Saturdays. Isn't that weird? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah, I hate new, hate technology. Yeah, they put the badge on there, but um. I understand the need for security. And um, my name is Robert Dunsing with Best Regards Bakery and Cafe. We're in Overland Park, and we've been in business. Uh, we just hit uh, thirty years this month. Really? Cool. Yeah. So we're figuring out we're going to figure out how we're going to do the uh, celebration of that. But we've been doing that for quite a while. And the whole idea of the show is based on conversations that I've had with our customers for the past twelve years. People come in, always ask them, what are your favorite food memories from when you were a kid? Mm-hmm. And I would ask them, what foods do you miss? Because that's where I get the ideas for what I do. But if you like this show and the concept of it and you want to catch the um, some of the past episodes, make sure you sign up for my email. So go to MakeThemSmile.com. That's the website for best regards. And in the top left-hand corner, you'll see an email newsletter. You want to sign up for that. Once or twice a week, I send an email update uh, talking about what's new with us at the bakery, and also give updates on the show. So if I have something phenomenal scheduled for next week, I'll give a heads up on there, uh,
1: either teasing well, it, what it we've is. We've already mentioned it. You do.
0: Yeah, I got any, I got a text message from somebody on that. Is why did we uh, let that secret out? But that's
1: well, uh, nobody told me not to say <laughs> <you> it.
0: Know, <laughs> what good does it do? <laughs> That's like pouring gasoline on the fire. So, um, for next week, my special guest is going to be Jim Eddy. Mm-hmm. And originally, I had him scheduled because of Eddie's Lofenstein. Yes. And it's um because that's come up several times during the show. And what you may not know is that his whole family's been involved in the food business. That I didn't. To know. his dad, to I think his grandfather started to lounge down at Me. the bottoms and things like that. And his, um, I think he's got at least one uncle or brother that's yeah. been in the food business. Now, what
1: time is Marilyn May calling you? Um,
0: I. I, I it's it. i hope jim eddy is not listening because this was going to be a surprise for him oh cuz he didn't that's well, he's why not
1: I, listening so well, don't worry.
0: I, well, let's it, so anybody that knows him please do not tell him what's going on next week yeah. but it's um that's going to be phenomenal it's mm. a, a good friend of uh mine and a listener of the show uh helped arrange for this mm. and she is absolutely amazing you know but we'll talk about that a little bit later next week yep next week yep. so make sure uh, please go to uh, make com and sign up for that if you missed today's or last week's show or one of the other ones, you can uh, sign up for my podcast. Go to whoever your podcast, podcast provider is. Yep. Anybody except for Apple. I can't get Apple Podcast to work. But you go to Pandora, iHeartRadio, um, any of those. You go and just sign up for the um, the podcast. And so all the past episodes are online so you can listen huh. to those. And I um, I do have the stats for that. So we have listeners... In Canada, Mexico, all over the United States, I picked up a uh, Brazil this week, Belgium, Saint Petersburg, Russia, and Taiwan. So the the, the reach of people from Can- and those are probably people with family here in Kansas City or used to be here have heard about it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just fun sharing these stories. So my guest today, I'm real excited about this. Is um, I've uh, is Charlie Keegan from Channel 41. And I got to tell you, so we've we've been in business 30 years. We've had a lot of people interview us over the years. And Charlie has this gift that not only does he sound good on the radio or on TV, but when he interviews us, he makes us feel like we're the most important story in the world that he's dealing with. And it doesn't feel like he resents being there because it's a fluff piece because we've had those
2: reporters. Oh, no, no, no.
0: And it's just – I was just fascinated, and we've loved having you out. But what finally clinched it with me?
2: Oh, I'm I, interested to okay, hear this.
0: I was uh, getting ready to watch the Super Bowl. In the space of five minutes, you interviewed Tech Nine. Who else did you interview there in a row?
2: I got Rob Riggle there. Okay. And Eric Stone Street. Yeah. All the all the Kansas City celebrities. Yeah.
0: You know, yes. and you just went from one to the other to the other. Yes. And I know you've entered, uh, entered, um, interviewed. Interviewed. Uh, what was it, Laura Bush?
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: and just and and. it's it's, it's amazing you have a talent with people.
2: Well, that's very nice of you to say, Robert. I appreciate that. And, yeah, my goal, you know, a lot of times when we come in with our news cameras and start interviewing people, they get real nervous and not used to having a big camera on them. I always try to make somebody feel comfortable, and part of that is making them feel like they're the most oh, important person yeah. in the world right then well, and there. Well,
0: you're very convincing when you do
2: that. Well, and there's some genuineness to it, True. Oh, I'm not, I don't oh, walk yeah. out of there and oh, go, no. oh, these, this, no. this poor He's schmuck. He's not like you,
1: Robert. <laughs> he means it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. And you guys are great. you were always easy to interview and set up the – roll out the red carpet for us. Yeah. And...
0: Well, the, the other interesting thing is that people in the news business, uh, you travel all over the country. You know, you relocate because – um, a lot of times, if you want to to for, uh, move your career forward, you have to move to different markets.
2: All right, climb that ladder.
0: Yeah, but what's unusual about you is that you grew up here in Kansas City, yeah, yeah. which gives you a unique perspective. And I, I don't think there's a lot of reporters that that can say that.
2: Right, yeah, that's true. To be able to work in your hometown, it, when yeah. your hometown's as big as Kansas City, that's, yeah, it's yeah. rare. So what's the first
0: market that you went to go work out out of school?
2: Yeah, so after graduating from Missouri State University down in Springfield, my first job was in Great Falls, Montana.
0: Oh my goodness.
2: Yeah, right, right in the middle of Montana, and a town of like 50,000 people, but you gotta cut your teeth and oh, start yeah. somewhere yeah. and work your way up, and I'm so grateful for those two years that I spent there. Yeah. You know, I... It's almost like uh, kicking off the training wheels, you know, getting my oh my, yeah uh, my uh, routine down, building a portfolio.
0: Because when you first graduate from school, you think you know it all, right? And you think you can handle anything. Then yep. you go even to market like that. The reality slaps you in the face. Oh yeah,
2: humbling for sure. Yeah.
0: Where'd you go after that?
2: And then after that, I traded the mountains for the beach and okay. went to Fort Myers, Florida. Oh.
0: Okay, so in Fort Myers, what one restaurant do you miss from there?
2: Uh, I miss this place called. Uh, La Casita. Okay. It was a Mexican restaurant, kind of towards this the beach. And I just, yeah, we go. I had a group of friends that we all loved it, and we'd go there all the time.
0: Was it the food or the atmosphere, that, or oh, both?
2: Both, yeah, both. yeah, yeah. The food was good, and they'd smother everything in oh. queso, you know. Okay. And all that, so it's hard, and if, you were anywhere, hard to resist.
0: and if you were anywhere near the area, would you go back there again? Oh, 100%. And yes. instantly, all those memories had come yeah. back.
2: Mm-hmm. So no was there any it.
0: restaurant you missed from Montana?
2: Montana? Yeah, there was this... Uh, like, Cajun restaurant in the middle of Montana. Really? Yeah, it was in, like, a log cabin, uh-huh. and it was just perfect. I, can't, I I think it was called Goods. The name of the guy was Good, good. and, uh, yeah, it was great. What,
0: what was the story on that, Cajun and...
2: Yeah, well, there was a military base oh, okay. in Great Falls. So you I got think, a little bit of everything. And I think, yeah, he uh, must have been former military or something. Yeah. Or, yeah uh, you know, uh Uh, served those guys at the the Air Force Base.
0: So is being here in Kansas City your goal, or do you want to move to New York or L.A. or something like that?
2: Right. When I was young, I always thought, yeah, I'd be some sort of big-time national correspondent or foreign correspondent over in the war-torn areas or something like that. And then as I, I kind of got into the career, I was like, you know what, Kansas City would be a pretty nice place to work and live and have my family here and all that. So yeah, this is the goal. This yeah. is where I'm at.
0: Well, you know, what's really interesting is um, I had Frank Bolan a couple months ago mm-hmm. and um, he, he, he told the story, the same story. He said that he thought he was going to be moving to other markets and um, that that's what he wanted to do. But he said he came here and he's literally met hundreds of... Of athletes, celebrities, things like that—that that Kansas City was just going to be a stop. Right. That they chose to live here. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of Chiefs players, you know, that the Bobby Bells, Willie, you know, yeah. the um, Jan Stenerud, right? Tons of them. Trent that, Green. Yeah. Oh yeah, Kevin Harlan. Yeah. know that that are all they could live anywhere in the anywhere in the country. Yeah,
2: they got paychecks to you buy them yep. a house on the beach.
0: And they would be celebrities in any of those on the oh, yeah. but they choose to live here. Right. On that, yeah. so why did you want to come back here?
2: Oh, I was all about getting homesick, right? Yeah, I wanted to be back here and uh, and be close to my parents and my brothers nearby and all that. And and felt like it would be a great place to tell stories. And when you have a personal connection to a place, yeah. then you're a little more invested. Stories mean a little bit more. You feel like you're making more of a difference. And, yeah, I wanted all that.
0: How many, you know, on the field reporters just in general, no names or anything like that, how many percent of the field reporters in Kansas City do you think grew up here in Kansas City?
2: It is the minority, but there's probably more than you think. Okay. I got, I can think of three field reporters other than me at 41 yeah. who're there, and then one anchor. So that's not bad. See, that's that's pretty good. Yeah,
0: you're talking about just at 41. Just at 41. See, but that's yeah. but that's the atmosphere that that you guys try to
2: create. That there. is true. We you are. Know, I mean, that's that's an
0: intentional, intentional. decision.
2: Yes, That's you know, very and true. and that's
0: and that's because um, that that applies to the food business too. You know, a lot of our favorite memories. You know, Toby, we've been doing this. I think this is our tenth week of doing the show. Yes. I'd probably say ninety percent of all the favorite food memories that people bring up are from locally owned restaurants. Oh
1: yeah, and, I w-
0: and we weren't expecting that when we talked about this up front. it's like, like, how do we handle it? You know, if they talk about, you know, uh, they missed the Bennigans, oh, you know, or the sure. Chi-Chi's back then. Yeah, you know, but there's there's only been a couple of national ones that, and they were relatively small national ones. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, uh, Baby Doe's. But yep. that doesn't even come up often. I mean, the, the all, almost all the rest of them, they're locally owned, yeah. because it's it's the the personality, the the uh, the, the people that are involved,
2: the connection, the con-
0: absolutely yeah. the connection. Yep. And and doing the show, the other thing that we didn't foresee happening was the depth of the connections of the people. We tell a story um, about uh, Costello's Greenhouse, so mm-hmm. you know we, we we wondered live on the air. It's like where did the name come from? With within ten minutes, I had three texts talking about why that was there and then you know i said i'd love to do meet somebody with the family well vince costello passed away mm. but you know i've got the the mother and several of the kids are going to come into the studio i mean they're adults you know they're grown adults and tell stories about the restaurant
2: that's too perfect
0: yeah and it's just that works here in kansas city but that's because that's an intentional thing
2: yeah We've you know? got this passion for our yeah. hometown hometown yeah. pride in kansas so what's your
0: city? earliest food memory here in kansas city
2: uh, I, I, I try to prepare for all this. <laughs>
0: no uh, notes. You're not allowed to use notes.
2: <laughs> uh, well, I, my parents were uh, were big food lovers, and we would eat out. Like, every Thursday when we were a kid growing up was our our night to eat out. So I remember, like, going to school and telling my teachers, Thursday means we get to eat out tonight. Oh, my gosh. We get to go Who to a to restaurant. Pick? Who got know? to pick? Oh, mostly the parents. That's yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But we're fine. My brother and I would go along with it and uh, and was make it work. Was it the
0: same place or someplace different every week?
2: We would... We generally went to a lot of the same places. Okay. Uh, there's one place that uh, we went to a lot. We grew up in like in kind of the Volcker area of okay. uh, Kansas City, Missouri. So like over on West 39th Street by KU Med, there was this Vietnamese restaurant called okay. uh, Mimi's Saigon 39.
0: Okay, sure. And
2: we went there a lot. And I
0: didn't know the Mimi's part. I knew the Saigon right. 39. Yeah, well, yeah. Our,
2: M- Mimi was the owner. Yeah. Maybe her name wasn't even yeah. on the on the thing, but she was great, and we got to know her. And uh, she always, you know, was so happy to see us when we'd go out, go show up there and all that. And I really credit her for helping expand my palate because I started there going as some picky, you know, little kid. I was
0: gonna, uh, how young? How young were you then? Yeah,
2: in my, you know, probably like ten. You know, see, that's
0: unusual. For a lot of kids are a little uptight, don't like trying new things, right? But. Well, so your parents, that was part of your parents.
2: Yeah, we didn't have a choice. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yet you didn't realize the gift that your parents gave you, did you? No. How long did it take At for you to realize that?
2: Yeah, that took into my teenage years yeah. for sure. Yeah, probably even until after I got graduated high school, yeah, yeah, before I finally realized it.
0: So where else did you go on your Thursday night dinners?
2: Uh, let's see. Um, have, like, uh, Wades if we wanted to oh, have, yeah? like, oh, breakfast yeah. oh, no, for that's dinner? Come up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Wades has come up. All right. Um, let me see.
0: Yeah, you can go ahead and look.
2: And then, like... How about uh sometimes we just go to the seville square food food court down okay. on the plaza, yeah, uh, and there was this like uh, Giro place there, okay, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but they had the we you know as your kid, the, the best gyros ever inside uh, Seville square or down on the plaza well,
0: that's that's funny i mean as as a young kid that yeah. you got all that exposure on that, yeah, so as you became an adult and start picking your own places, was there any restaurant in particular that really grabbed you that that takes you back to what life was like back then?
2: Man, yeah, that's a good question. Well, barbecue places still do okay. that for me a little what bit. What was your you first know?
0: barbecue place that you went to?
2: We were a Gates family okay. growing up, yeah, yeah. So I think there's still a lot of nostalgia when I go in there and hear the, I'm going to help you. Yeah, oh, And you're yeah. grabbing a tray and trying to figure out, oh, uh, what a do I do. Well,
0: the the fun thing for us is that in Kent City, there is you have a couple different areas. Your first barbecue, right. the first barbecue restaurant that you fell in love with barbecue. And so the, we had a Rod Gray, who he, he competes... He competed professionally on the barbecue circuit, and he, the very first barbecue place that he went to—this is when he was in college—was um, uh, Hayward's
3: oh, Hayward's Pit right. Barbecue.
0: Yeah, and he said that was the first time. This is before it probably started him on the path to become passionate about barbecue. But you talk about you could go in there, and and um, Hayward Spears would be in there, so the pitmaster himself. He talked. He learned all that kind of stuff. But then, so a lot of people on barbecue, you have your first that you fell in love with barbecue, then you have your current favorite. Yeah. Toby, what was your first barbecue? I think it was Hayward's. Oh, was it really? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's on the that was on the Kansas side. So that was well. Was, we
1: lived. I lived in Kansas.
0: Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that back yeah. then. So, did you go to the original one on like 95th and Antioch that, mm-hmm. that was in the little yeah. strip mall?
1: Yes. That
0: was the, that was the first one that I went to in Kansas because I didn't yeah. move to Kansas City until '86.
1: Well, Mom and Dad loved it.
0: Oh, I mean, it was fantastic.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, because I it was it was a small place. Then he moved. To a college and um, Antioch to mm-hmm. a building that was probably six times bigger than, probably eight times bigger than what he had. Yep. You know, and that was that was a tough. You know, when you make a move like that as a restaurant, especially that dramatic of a change in size, it's, it's huge. It, it's hard to uh, to keep the the energy and everything that you have going on. You know, that's true of any business. You know, remember we talked about Mike Murphy on the radio. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he was an icon. I mean, he true legend in this town. He had a show, just owned this market. And um, I remember, was it KMOX in St. Louis that, that hired him away? Yes. They offered him a huge contract. Said you got to come to St. Louis. You know, kind of the step up.
1: Well, he I, left in a year.
0: I, yeah, I don't. I don't even know if he made it. Made it the full year. Yeah. I mean, it just the the concept of what he did, the friendliness, the camaraderie of the show, and that market just didn't mesh. Yeah. You know. So I mean, that, that's a hard thing to do. So it's it's like for us, at best regards, we're not going to move. I mean, we're, we will not move. And I, I, we won't expand to a second location because it's just I can only think of one restaurant that got better when they expanded.
1: What was that? Yeah, mm-hmm. tell us. Um,
0: um, Oklahoma Joe's. Because hmm. Oklahoma Joe's was in the original location in the gas station. Sure. You know, oh, but I mean, they okay. couldn't stay there. But when they opened a second location, they kept they kept the quality of the food there. Everything else, they they were able to do that. You know, they found the right general manager to help them do that. Who mm-hmm. oh, I hope to have on the show sometime. But they were able to pull it. But everybody else you lose that magic mm. and that's that's and I don't I'm I'm not smart enough to be able to buck the trend of of, of being able to pull that off I so. agree with you yeah I'm not so I just I'm not smart enough I, I, in, my oh. case, in, in my case in my case I'm gonna stay in my lane we will not move we will be at 119th <laughs> in Glenwood yeah. till till we're done with the business okay but that, that. so well, that, that's that's interesting you know that, that that's crazy you know that that's like that but you know gates is like that.
2: Yeah, Gates you know, has expanded you know, there's several occasions. Yeah, you know, there.
0: and it's just it may not be the same today as it was then, but I imagine you still go back once in a while. Oh yeah, just to relive
2: your old. Roots. Oh yeah, you're right. I'll, yeah, so, I'll go back all the time.
1: We're we gonna have some calls, or
0: um, yeah, if there's anybody that wants to, uh, we'll go ahead and open up the phone lines. Okay. Phone number is 913-586-7798. If anybody out there remembers Charlie Keegan as a child doing something embarrassing this is your chance to bring it up
2: We don't need those calls
0: yeah do you have any even Do you have any brothers or sisters yeah. listening that left a—
2: I got one brother but he's down in, in Springfield now <laughs> oh, so. Right.
0: so if he's listening you can you can go ahead and call in or text him <laughs> anything like that No but- need Harry So did you have another story you wanted to share
2: Yeah so uh, another memory is down at Crown Center. There was okay. the old streetcar named Desire. Oh yeah, where there yes. was like a train car yep. in Crown Center yep. down yes, there. Yes, yes. And so I remember going there with my grandma a lot. You know, that was kind of our, our big, our big night out, yeah. big day out. Oh. We'd go down to Crown Center and eat at Streetcar Named Desire. And you know, I probably don't even remember anything about the food. I don't either. They probably had like a grilled cheese sandwich yep. or something super simple like that. But mm. just going there and just the, the, being able I'm, to sit in the car. Yep. You know, that just was what always. Oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah.
1: yeah. I remember. I never, I totally forgot about. Oh that. yeah.
0: But it's uh, – because we would come to – so I grew up in Wichita, but, you know, if mm. once a year we'd go to, Kent, go to the big city. Right. You know, we'd go to World Find, then we'd go eat someplace. And so I remember Jenny's. Jenny's was our mm-hmm. place that we would go eat at, you know, real Italian food. That, okay. But, you know, we'd go to, to – I remember a couple of times we went to Crown Cinder Shop and we ate there. Nice. Just because of how, how neat the, the, the whole thing looks.
2: Yeah, it was that, incredible but. just to have that set up right there in the entryway. And oh, yeah. A big draw.
0: Yeah. That's kind of funny that you know you kind of there, and there's I don't even know how many restaurants were open back then, but it's kind of funny you br- when you bring just mention that all of a sudden I remember sitting in there with my family and being probably twelve fourteen years old yeah. Yeah. looking at that. That's
2: any, a, that'd any, be that'd be a good way to end a, a trip to Worlds of Fun and a, you know, a, a yeah. nice visit to town.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, any any place else that kind of brings to mind.
2: Well, uh, yeah. How about the old Tippin's restaurant in uh, Corinth Square? Oh yeah, uh, and the French onion soup there. Yeah.
0: Mm. I, do you remember they were called Pippins when it first opened? Oh gosh, so no. it was for, when it first opened. It was called Pippins for
1: P-I- several years. Oh, yeah. was
0: it for several years? No, yeah. I can't remember uh, when I saw it because um, I went to the one at 87, 87th Street in Lenexa. Okay, but it's um, uh, we would go all the time. But they uh, there somebody had the trademark on Pippins. Oh. Up in the Pacific Northwest, so they had to change the name.
1: And see, I thought Pippin sold to Tippin. No, it was it was a, tra- it was a trademark. Yeah, I it was didn't realize thing. that. I did really But it's
0: I didn't just know. I used to love going there for their soups, mm-hmm. and then their that, and I'd always go in the spring. Okay. I'd wait till the strawberries were in
1: season. Okay, Robert, button it up for a minute. Oh. Mary, good morning. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories. Hi. Hi.
4: I've moved here and away and back. <clears throat> But one day, I had tucked kids in at Hallmark, and uh, the sign on the sidewalk said restaurant. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't live here at that time. And me and a four-year-old wandered into the American restaurant (laughs) (laughs) mid-morning. Yeah, that's funny. And he tried to order a hamburger. (laughs) <laughs> you would have thought I was Queen Elizabeth they were so nice I had the best cup of coffee of my life
0: recovered a little bit how long ago was this? Uh, this would have been about 84 Okay. well for people out of town who do- don't know the American restaurant was probably for those years was probably the fanciest restaurant in Kansas City
4: well, um, we we had been on vacation and we got hijacked into a business thing and um, I was swiped out
0: was was the hamburger good?
4: Well, they explained very kindly that they didn't do hamburgers <laughs> for little kids, and they invited him to go to the buffet and pick out a chicken leg or something, and he did. <laughs> and for once his manners were wonderful <laughs> and then the chef came out and thanked us for coming and explained this was on the house
0: well that's 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 what, something well, that, that was turn, cool. something that could have turned out bad turned out really well so are you glad you yeah. stuck around Kansas City
4: oh i'm so happy to be back oh good this is not where we grew up but it became home
0: very quickly. Well, good. Was there any, any other restaurant that you missed from back then that was less traumatic?
4: Well, there's one still in operation that I love, and that's to, to have breakfast at Rosie's on 40 Highway.
0: Rosie's on 40 Highway. The pecan waffles are to die for. Oh, I was going to ask you what your favorite dish Whoa, there was. Whoa, that
1: sounds good. Where are they at on 40? Um, well... Well, I'll
4: look
0: it if up. If you for Toby. exit okay.
4: off of seventy and exit north, uh it's about six blocks.
0: Okay, okay. Well Toby's not real big on using the internet, so I'll look up the address for him and Yeah, using what? I will I'll, I'll mail you a postcard with the address on okay. it,
2: Toby. Go I've to interviewed the... I've interviewed the folks at Rosie's. Oh, it's have a good you really? spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're nice. Oh, real good. friendly. Okay, yeah. So
1: if you take seventy, where do you get off?
2: You know, I I can't remember. No, it's, it's Blue Ridge. Um Blue, it's, it, Forty it,
1: Highway. Okay.
2: Of there, yeah. Okay. A closer, yeah, it's like right on the border, Kansas City Independence.
1: Okay, I live yeah. in Independence, so right. I gotta go there.
2: Well, yeah, Mary, well, you sure do. Yeah. Well,
0: Mary, thank you very much for calling in with that funny story about the American restaurant. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that worked out okay for you. Well, it's was wonderful. Thank you. All right, so much. thank you.
1: You have a good weekend. Okay. Bye, Mary. Good. good morning, Ryan. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories.
5: Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me on, guys. I was hoping you guys could uh, help me uh, with my memory here. I was just a little kid. I went to – this is up in the Northland. I'm going to tax your Northland knowledge. Uh, it's uh, over off 64th Street and 9th Highway. There's an elementary school, Graydon. And across the street from Graydon, there used to be a Gambino's uh, and an Apple Market. And then there was an old uh, mom-and-pop donut shop. And I was hoping you guys would help me remember because I used to go there every day before school. My parents would take me through there and get a donut and a chocolate milk, and I can't remember the name, but if anybody remembers, I would really appreciate it. So you said
0: it. that was near or across street from the Graydon grade school?
5: Yes. Okay. And it's, it, it would be 64th Street and 9 Highway intersection. There's a gas station on the southwest side, and then there was a strip mall with a with a um, laundry mat, an apple market, and... Uh, and then a donut shop and a few other shops. Now it is uh, a couple of Jiffy Lube or a Jiffy Lube, and uh, I think a Price Shopper and stuff. And it's not, a, it's, it's all broken up. It's not a strip mall anymore. But okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Be sure to listen up in the next 10 minutes. I'm guessing somebody's going to text in. So, uh, listeners yeah. out there, my text line is 913 586 7798. And if you know what the name of that donut shop is, that was near 64th and 9th Highway in the Northland.
5: Right. It, yep, it would have been the the early 2000s, late 90s, probably All most right. of the early
0: 2000s. Well, I'm almost positive and, that we'll get an answer for you by the uh, before the end of the awesome.
5: show. I appreciate you guys. God well, bless.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, Ryan. We'll get that. And then, Toby, let me give Take a couple care. updates off the uh, text line. So the streetcar named Desire actually moved to Crown Center um, from... Because uh, it actually was an inner urban car that served North Kansas City.
2: How about you know, that? Before they
0: moved it over there as a restaurant. so it was a real working
2: street it, car. Yes, that, yeah. According
0: to this texture, it really was. And so um, they're kind of curious as to where that whatever happened to that car.
2: I smell a news story.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you know, if, if I if somebody gives me a lead, I'll pass that on to. Hey, you. bring it on, man. Oh, that'll that'll be funny because we we love closure on some of these things for sure. And I've got some listeners out in central North Central Kansas. Trent, Trent, Maddie, and Catherine are listening. They're long term customers of ours. Oh, oh really? Well, yeah, they're up, I think north of Salina,
1: and they're coming to make it yeah, Oh smell?
0: yeah, yep. And so it's um so they're listening up on the internet. Okay. And, um, I'll, we'll read the other ones in just a little bit. I got some, a couple of them on here that I don't think I want to read out loud. Yeah. It's about Toby, so I'll keep that off the air.
2: Toby, what are you doing to us, man? Hey, yeah. so
0: we've we've got... been kind of nasty
1: today. Oh
0: no! <laughs> All right, Toby. So we've got three, we're on a roll. Three weeks in a row, you've given us a very good story about something you know from when you were younger. Yeah, the really good ones. I love the one that when we had the the law enforcement official, you told the story about
1: yeah. about speeding. when he enticed me into drag racing him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, 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 the undercover cop yeah, yeah. tricked you into doing that. He
1: yeah. had, and a, what was had the a policeman one? in an unmarked car, and I was sitting at the stoplight at Signal Hill. He honked his horn. I looked over at him. I had a 57 Chevy with a Corvette engine, and he go, ha, Man, I took off. I was at the top of the hill. He was about halfway <laughs> up when he turned his lights on.
2: Toby, <laughs> and your heart just sank. Oh,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: How, how often would you have to buy new tires for that car?
1: Every 2,000 miles. Yeah. And Just so it, peel the rubber right off of yeah.
0: So that was entrapment, is what you're still going to stick to. Yeah. 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 It was entrapment, even though you had to get new tires every 2,000 miles. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> then I love this story that you talked about the golden ox, you know, working for your dad, you know, sifting seeds and the, mm-hmm. the seed. Uh, it's not a mill. What do you call that? It's a oh, plant. The seed plant. Yeah. That one. So you got to top those two stories before we get to the end of the show. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, first, we need to talk with Jim. Okay. Good morning, Jim. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories.
0: Good morning. What you got for you us? Got any-
1: yes, sir.
6: Well, I was just, uh, Joanne's restaurant in North Kansas City. It used to be just uh,
0: east of Swift
6: Street on Fourteenth.
0: What was special about it?
6: Well, she offered. Uh, she was an older Italian lady, but she offered three three specials every day, Monday through Saturday, and uh, they were always two dollars. But they were always different every day.
0: Holy cow. How long ago was this?
6: I was in, I think she started actually maybe in the early 60s, but it was there all the way up in through the 80s.
0: Well, $2, and that's good. So what would you chicken. always get? What was your her favorite special? Uh,
6: I believe it was the chicken.
0: Chicken with potatoes and green beans. Not fried chicken.
6: Fried chicken. Oh, yeah. my
0: goodness.
1: All right, people. We're back for fried chicken. Yeah, we're again. back on
6: fried chicken
0: again. <laughs> Jim, have you heard this uh, show before? Oh,
6: yes. All yes, right. I,
0: I, so, I, I mean, do. this this I, is, bringing up fried chicken is so frustrating for Toby and I. This is going on 10 weeks. Every single show we've had, somebody's brought up fried chicken, different place every time. We are starving by the end of the show. Yeah. And in ten weeks, how many times have you and I gone out to get fried chicken?
1: Not yet. Not yet. No, haven't had time. I haven't had time. No. We're
0: gonna do it this week. Uh, yeah. Yes. All right. Well, thanks it to was you. A j-
6: small, it what? was a small restaurant, but it had a lot of a lot of business, and it's it's really missed. The building's still there, but you know she's not. She yeah. She passed away, and her son kept it for a while, but it was a. Uh, it was just an amazing
0: little shop. Yeah, it's hard to keep that mad. You know, I, I tell you what, the fried chicken back in the 80s, 70s, 80s and 90s, you it, just can't beat.
1: It was a chicken. Yeah. Yeah, the way so? it was raised. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just
0: I agree.
1: I'm doing some research.
0: I've got a couple people that really know the food science business on that. I'm going to have them on sometime when we get tired of talking about actual fried chicken. All right, well, Jim, thank, well, there's been yeah.
6: a lot of a lot of nice restaurants have been brought up on your show. I appreciate it. Well,
0: well, that uh, it's all about the memories. So, Jim, with with that people you and Ryan and Mary bringing up those those memories, that's how we keep them alive.
6: Somebody, somebody brought up Sambos. It was in Northtown, not too long ago, yep. too. Oh, there,
0: there's tons of them. Well, uh, Jim, keep yeah. listening and see if we can um get some more information on the fried chicken and what why it was so good back then. Thank you very much. All right, thank have you, you, Jim. Good day. All right, so Toby, are we actually going to go? Where do you want to go, RC's? I think we got to go to RC's after last week.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Monday and Thursday. Okay.
0: Well, to, the, we got to go back again for to, to go to Jess and Jim's because mm-hmm. I'm going to do the the chicken, fry, uh, chicken fried chicken at 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 RC's. Yeah, and then not the same day, but do, well, I, I want to do. I want to do. I I I can't eat like you, Toby. We well, I, can... actually, I can, but I'd regret it. But I want to get the chicken fried steak from Jess and Jim's. Yeah. I want to try that. That just, the way he described
1: that. Okay. We're going to talk to Trent. All right. Trent, good morning. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories.
3: Hey, good morning, guys. Always good to talk to you, and thank you for the show. Always appreciate it. Um, you guys brought up um, Haywood's Barbecue, and uh, the owner, uh, he passed away a couple years ago. Right. But you guys thought went and made a comment about how what made things special about that, although Haywood still exists in a different fashion. Right. Haywood's, it was the owner sitting there coming over to the table, explain you know, explaining things to you, telling you what was best. You know, um, I personally always got the burn-ins or I got the uh, the uh, beef sandwich, but it was always that. He was always there. It seemed like he never went home. He was always there. <laughs> and uh, it, it was just that interaction with that owner always makes it special. Oh, absolutely, up-
0: without a doubt.
3: Yeah, and you guys also brought up the the fact that you talked about Gates too, and that's the same thing. I particularly prefer to go to the Gates over on 12th Street right. because Ollie's always, always always pops in there, yeah. and it's always good to speak to an owner who always you you, you appreciate the fact that you talk to owners yep. uh, of restaurants, especially mm-hmm. we get appreciate the fact we get to talk to you, Robert. Oh, it, thank it's you. Always it's always great to to see the person because it, it adds a little bit more of a of a flavor or touch. You know, you you appreciate that more and I also want to talk to people out there who I, I think what most of our restaurants why they didn't exist why they don't exist or why they're gone is especially in this form of fashion this time you have the social media age where everybody wants to leave a negative comment just because your ice wasn't cold enough yeah. we don't need that no. we 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 really want to especially our local brands we want to up, 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 uplift them and make sure everybody comes because it. It, it it grows the whole city
0: yep I, I agree get, with you, uh, 100%. Yeah, I mean, factor, that's...
3: It, the high that it help you, it grows the whole city. Yeah. Uh, if I'm I'm old enough to remember when uh, Arthur Bryant was alive, actually, a guy who owned Arthur Bryant. You've mm-hmm. it, it, seen him on the table. If you know L.C.'s bar, and I know I'm taking over the show, pushing at oh, no. the barbecue for fried chicken, the fried chicken hour, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> if you if you used to go to the, the L.C.'s down on Blue Parkway, uh, south of the stadium, where Mr. L.C.'s used to uh, be actually sitting at the table oh, there. yeah, And uh, he wasn't none for him to get up and come ask you, was everything okay?
0: Yep. You know, Trey, you bring up a couple of things that's really what's most important about this show to me. And if there's anybody out there that owns uh, or a fairly young restaurant, maybe you're still in the first couple of years and you're struggling, go back and listen to the last nine shows that we've done. And listen to people tell stories about the restaurants they miss from the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. and you'll instantly you'll it, it doesn't take a whole lot to figure out what people really love they want the owner that that's involved that cares what you're doing you know make food from scratch from your heart not things that you just buy from some distribution center and you just heat it or fry it you know it's about the love of the food and love of working with people if so exactly you wanna,
3: slapping things together <laughs> yeah
0: that, that's not what it is it's not about just crunching numbers to own a restaurant I mean the the national chains can have that business. You know, those, uh, you know, th- those national chains that you're giving your money to, they're going to be gone 10 years from now, 15 years from now, because they get bought out. Shrink, I whatever. Them. No, I mean, nobody's going to miss them. No. You know, if you own a restaurant, you want to be missed, get involved, you know, d- 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 show your love of the food and the customers. That's, I mean, if you look at what we're – everything we're talking about are locally owned people restaurants that people got yeah. involved in.
1: They actually become family. Oh, they do. And, and, and that's they, what's the yeah.
0: yeah. And, you know, Trent, like you're talking about Hayward's. You know, so we've had, I don't know, uh, probably 10 guests on here. And I'd say that at least half of the guests that on here, that was the very first barbecue restaurant that they fell in love with. Yeah.
3: You know, because – it, it was we, his style. It was his charisma oh, that did yep. it. Um, and, and, and There's always posts about uh, Mr. Hayward. Um, the, uh Johnny Dare, uh, who probably, you probably need to get on the show, too, because uh, he, one, he worked at Poe Folks, which was like a corner cafe before corner cafe. Oh, did he Arletha. really? Yeah, Johnny Dare used to work there when he was a teenager. He, he tells us stories about that. But also, too, he always says something about the Internet. The Internet, social media age right now, is supposed to bring us back to get us closer together, which it does, but it also kind of makes us look a little Terrible, yeah, so so to speak.
0: Yeah, then you touched on the other side of it, Trent. You know, as consumers, we can play a role in which restaurants succeed and which ones don't. You know, forget about the whole Instagram thing and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. You know, when you choose – when every time you choose where to go eat, whether you go to Panera or one of the other national chains, you know, Chipotle or something like that, when you choose to go there instead of some locally owned place – you're voting on who you want to be around for the next 10, 15 years.
3: Yes. And uh, another thing that's coming to town, all these events that we're having to town to, from the NCAA tournament to the yep. NFL draft next month, I have friends who are coming to town who are asking, where can we go? Yep. Where, what local restaurant can we go to and I think that's just very important for everybody to so just kind of push the local restaurants I know I am and I know best regards Bakery is going to make some NFL shaped cookies I believe
0: oh we uh, always always <laughs> we're doing hey Trent thank you for, you're always welcome to call into the show
3: all right thank you so much right, th- I'll email you later
0: all right sounds good thank you Trent you. I mean Bye. Trent nailed
2: it didn't he I think he did, yeah, and I'll be coming by the best regards oh, yeah. to interview you when those uh, NFL draft all cookies right. are we'll, all done. right, we'll, we'll do that. But, but something that stood out from Trent that I noticed is back to that kind of word about connection. It's all yeah. about connecting yeah. with the people, and whether it's a restaurant or a news yeah. program or a radio station, if you can connect with the person, if you can have a conversation with the person, yeah. that's going to oh, yeah. uh, endear you to them and,
0: yeah. and, and, just and lead and to and success. With, with Hayward's, you know, I mean, just uh, uh, Hayward Spears, he would always, he would be there, you know, and... I mean, if you think back to when Rod Gray was here, I mean, he's one of the best barbecue competition uh, professionals, you know, in the country. You know, I've seen him on TV. He's done class. I mean, he's just absolutely wonderful. And it's just and to think that that all started with his visit to Hayward Spears because the converse, probably the very first conversation he had with him. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the impact some of these restaurants have on people. You know, and that's that's I mean, what.
1: uh, And we're
2: talking family
1: owned.
0: Yes. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, Charlie, you talk about your parents. You know, take you guys to those restaurants, how much of a gift that was.
2: Incredible, right? Yeah. You know, to set me up for this kind of culinary experience yeah. and, and build me uh, to support local restaurants. Yeah. We wouldn't go to, you know, the Applebee's or anything yeah, I was like that. Say, I, haven't, I
0: haven't heard you mention Bennegan's or Applebee's no, or no, Chi-Chi's no, or something no, like that, no. that. Even Even then, they probably didn't understand or it, it may have been on purpose.
2: Yeah, I'll have to ask them. You know, yeah. I, I i it's curious, right? Yeah. I'm curious now. You got me thinking, Robert.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, that's, but we, we make those decisions every day. Yeah. And it's just, you know, we, the fun thing about this show is that at the very beginning, people thought it was going to be depressing talking about restaurants that are gone forever, never to experience again. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. You know, it's just, when, well, first of all, you relive the memory that, that you've totally forgotten about. Yeah. And then when you hear other callers, it brings up other memories. We've talked about Hayward's before, but I specifically remember what it looks like looked like in that old place on in that strip mall. I think there's a Hallmark cards there now. but it's um, you know, I remember sitting in there and then meeting Hayward Spears and me being a young so I just graduated from college, so I didn't really know what you know I'd been to a couple of the bigger ones, but okay. I didn't know the business and it's just I felt welcome. I felt that I learned the passion for eating barbecue yeah. you know, and that was that was one of the early, probably early places that helped nurture my love of food.
2: That's a good intro to Kansas City. Oh,
0: yeah. That's crazy. What's that? One more call. Okay, one more call.
1: Bruce, good morning. Welcome to Kansas City Food Memories.
7: Yes, I used to work near Joanne's in Northtown, and uh, it took us a little bit to get there, but, boy, they usually had a line outside, and the line went, I mean, so fast you couldn't believe it, but you'd go inside, sit down, all the tables held four people, and the waitress would come up as soon as you, as soon as you sat down, before you even moved, she'd bring you some rolls, and and she'd take your order, and she'd go to the window within within two minutes, I swear, two minutes, she would be back with the food on on all four plates on her arm, and deliver your food. <laughs> it was just unbelievable service, and the food was home cooking. It was really
0: good food. And what, uh, what was excellent there besides the fried chicken?
7: Oh, I don't know. Just everything. Anything you good. got pork chops, uh, oh. you know, meatloaf, and it had good, tender meatloaf. That most of the meatloaf you get in restaurants is just, it's like a dense, you could throw it against the wall and it'd bounce and hit the floor. Oh, yeah. Their their meatloaf was tender. It was oh, really and the good. the pork
0: chops. You know, pork chop, that's oh, hard yeah. to get. You know, I mean, a, a real old fashioned fried pork chop. What, and
7: I, I also had a fix service and tool shop in Crown Center in the West Village back in the day. That's why, quite a while ago. And uh, uh, the, I, I had a fix service, and the guy that managed the Crown, the, the top of the Crown restaurant, not top of the Crown, the American restaurant, he came to my my store and told me he had some stuff he wanted to have fixed in his store. And so I thought, okay. So he says, you come up when you get off work and bring the girl that works for you and you can have, eat, you can try out the food. We'll, we'll give you some food. So I went up there and first thing, as soon as I sat down, he, 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 he met me and I sat down and he brought me prime rib with wonderful potatoes. And it was just, it's the best prime rib. I haven't had good prime rib that good ever, ever. Oh. Mm. And then, uh, so anyway, I fixed everything in his store that he wanted fixed, and I did it off hours and did it. And he loved everything, and he gave me two meals. Twice I got to go in there with a the date and eat anything I wanted. And and we got anything on the menu. i never forget, I took this little Mexican girl, and hey, she hey,
0: was Bruce, my real, date. Bruce, real quick, uh, quick question. You don't happen to know the name of that donut shop up in the Northland, do you?
7: No,
5: Since I don't you went know. Up there I just to know that I go, to
0: one,
7: I go to one on Blue Ridge Boulevard in Raytown. It's actually Independence, I think, that's really good. Okay. All Near right. where the Blue Ridge uh, Mall used to be.
0: All right, Bruce. Thank and you for calling in. I appreciate you calling in with your stories on that. All right, Um, right. got to update you on the rest of you on a couple of things on the text line. Apparently, I need that Charlie to tell a story because somebody says, Charlie's voice is so nice. So they want to hear you t- tell another story.
2: Well, that's too good. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah,
0: your, your mom says hi. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, mom, how you doing? Right? Yeah. No, that's great. Well, let's see. Yeah, I mean, I so I was hanging out with my cousins yesterday. I said, "Come on, guys, what do you what do you remember about old uh, restaurants and stuff? And what what can we talk about? And here's one that. Uh, I don't it was probably around in the 90s but and it just closed recently ish uh, but avaluto's Italian Delight oh, their sure. Mission there oh, yeah. uh, by the old uh the uh driver's license office uh and they're at Johnson Drive and Martway area. Yeah. And that was on our Thursday yeah. uh list we oh, would, okay. we were in Kansas City Missouri but we would go over to avaluto's and What would you uh, get there? Uh, uh well, I was a big fan of the pizza and the stromboli. Okay. I had like pepperoni and mushrooms in the stromboli, which was really good. And then the just like some masta with sausage and peppers, a little red sauce. That was perfect, you know? And uh, salads were good there. And it was kind of cafeteria style. You know, you walk up and they had everything underneath the, uh, the glass, oh, yeah. uh, steamers. And so when
0: just, you were a kid, did they encourage you to try something different or they just
2: let you get whatever you want? They no, they would try. They would try and get us to try something different. Uh-huh. But uh, sometimes, you know, picky kids, oh, so they yeah. would just give yeah. up. You know, and say, "All right, here's a cheese pizza. And yeah. Eat something for goodness yeah. gracious."
0: But you go to those different places. You yeah. you, you learn right. Oh yeah, you, learn you, learn you learn. To try things. You see everybody's having fun.
2: Yeah, like yeah, and when like at uh, Saigon Thirty Nine, that Vietnamese oh, yeah. restaurant, you start off just eating plain white rice, then oh, fried yeah. rice, then curry, and then yeah. pho, and then you know peanut sauces and all sorts of crazy things. Oh, you, there's an evolution to it.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. you need to go thank your mother about that. I mean I that's, that's 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 so neat on that one. Yeah. So that uh, so I hope that takes care of the listener that want to hear your soothing voice.
2: I know she said I've had enough of Robert <laughs> droning on and on here. <laughs> yeah, I, I can
0: so, understand that. <laughs> I know you can do. <laughs> so he inspired a couple other texts that uh, one person sent in saying that their dad would take um uh, th- them and their sister to uh, Patricio's Mexican restaurant. It was near 95th and Warnall. So that would have been one of the earlier yes. Mexican restaurants. Did yeah. you remember that place? Yes, yeah. What was different about them?
1: Well, I don't remember that. I just remember, remember the mom Mexican and dad too. would take us there. Were there was there multiple locations for them? That, no, I don't think so.
2: I only remember the one. I thought it was on oh, Holmes, yeah. like 99th okay. and Holmes. Okay,
1: yeah. So did I? Yeah. Yeah.
2: But anyway. And it's like a liquor store now or something. I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's two
1: people texting
0: in on on We might have to do some information, uh, do some digging. They said the original was on Paseo and had a dirt floor before oh. they moved to 99th and Holmes.
1: Okay. They told yeah. me
0: to get the recipe for the Chile Verde, which was on their pork pork and
1: jalapeno. You might try that on a dirt floor and see how it works for yeah, you.
0: I'd, you know, <laughs> some things I'll just, um, I'll leave that in the past.
2: But I, I <laughs> think <laughs> somebody you ought else, to try the Chile Verde. Somebody else
0: <laughs> thanked us for the show last week. They went to RC's this week. Oh, good. Oh. So, so last Sunday we had a, Sherry and I, we thought we had an event downtown Sunday, Sunday night. And so it ended up not, being canceled. So we wanted to get some food. We went to Nisi's restaurant, mm. which is an old-fashioned, almost comfort soul food restaurant. And I got from um, we got fried chicken and pork chops. And I tell you, the mm. fried pork chop it was like it was like that was now, one Wait a minute, you said fried chicken and fried pork chop. Yeah, it's two different meals. Okay, but the, the pork you chop had two meals at one time. No, I did not. You said Sherry had yeah. one yeah. and Robert yeah. had yeah. One. Yeah. oh, yeah. but okay. the okay. pork chops remind me when I was a kid. That was one of the few meals my mom knew how to. F- to to cook, you know, just that, the just the little hand breaded little pork chop fried in a skillet, man, I forgot how good that could be. I haven't even tried to make one in forever, so I'm kind of craving that one too. So that's good. So it's um,
2: you you do get hungry doing this show, guys. Well, it's know, hard not to. You guys start talking about all these fried pork chops and so uh, we, salsa we're doing verde. RCs
0: first this Burn? week. We we're doing RCs this week.
1: Yes. Okay. And then across the street. Okay, I'm not doing
0: the show if we don't get fried chicken this week.
1: Okay, and I can't
0: cancel the no, show. No, you next want week. chicken fried <laughs> steak.
1: Well, I well I want I want fried chicken too. Well, then we're gonna need to cross the street too.
0: No, no, we'll go to RC's first, I'll get the fried chicken.
1: Chicken fried steak?
0: No, I'll get no. They have chicken fried chicken
1: uh, and fried oh. chicken.
0: Oh, you said RC. Okay, yeah, yeah RC's. Yeah. No, Jess and Jim's, We'll Jess do that next week. Okay, we'll do that next week. Okay, so we'll do this one first. So did you come up with a good story to tell us about something you did when you were younger? No. Oh, somebody just asked me. So um, somebody out there texted, what's the name of the restaurant where I had the good fried pork chop? That was Nieces, N-I-E-C-E-S, Nisi's. Where are they at? Um, Right down from the university. I mean, it's the same place.
2: Uh, the Rockhurst University? Yeah. It's on like 63rd and Truce, Meyer and Truce. Yeah, Troost. that's
0: it, Troost. You probably remember it's it's uh, the building used to be an old um, Pizza Hut building. Okay. From right back in the 80s. Yeah, and 90s. I went
1: to Rockhurst on Troost.
0: Okay, oh, so you, you know where the old Pizza Hut was? About 60.
2: Yeah, 64th, 64th 65th, and Troost. No, yeah. yeah. well that's not Nieces. far from Southwest. It's w- been NCC for uh, about Baptist 40
0: Hospital. Years. Oh, so that's where that is.
1: Well, I haven't been Fantastic. over there for about 40 years. Well, it's so. <laughs> so. worth
0: wor- it's worth going to. Yeah. that's pretty good. So listener, that was um, that was Nieces on Troost. Good. Well, Toby, what do you think so far?
1: About the show? Yeah. Well, other than you, it's great. Well, that's good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you got to have somebody like Toby <laughs> yeah. around to yeah. just uh, yeah. tell yeah. you that's how balance. it is. Yeah. Take yeah. it yeah. down a peg or two. <laughs> yeah.
0: You got to have the bitter with the sweet, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well said. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm getting even from you taking me on my show. Oh, oh yeah. that's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You yeah.
1: know, what goes around comes around.
0: The yeah.
2: host is the easy target. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Why? The case could probably be made that the grief I give you is that life coming back to haunt you.
1: Mm, you think okay? so? Oh,
0: yeah. Well, I'm just glad my show's on after yours. That way we get the last word on this one. Yeah. Well, good. Well, uh, Charlie, did you have any other story you wanted to tell us or tell the world?
2: Oh, gosh. that's Yeah, that's a big, uh, a big well, thought telling good, the well, whole world, ask, world about what's that. What's the most yeah.
0: inter- interesting news interview you've ever done? Oh man I any mean, one that is there one that just really intimidates you or moved you or changed you or something that really
2: I find a lot of inspiration from children actually like really? when you uh interview kids and they're mm. like setting an example for what we all should be doing okay. or even teenagers, you know yeah uh that's where it's like, wow, these guys are uh, they've got life figured out, yeah, and uh, they're only twelve years old, you know <laughs> well, what are we doing wrong oh yeah, uh, you know we gotta we gotta get it, we gotta get things. Uh, you know, on track here
0: because <laughs> I, I sense that when you go to a news story, you don't really have a preconceived notion of what direction you're going to go. You
2: try to keep an open mind. Because yeah, because when
0: definitely. I the, the the times that we worked with you, you know, you would ask a lot of questions. Oh yeah, right. And it's just, and sometimes you decide what direction you're going to go while you're live. And that's oh, yeah. as a viewer of your station and 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 your coverage, I love that. Well, just thank the you, freshness Robert. of the interviews and just the that, that's what was so fascinating with the um during the Super Bowl. You know when you did Tech Nine first? I think right. was was he the first one?
2: I think he was. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, yeah. was the
0: first one. I yeah. was cracking up, and I sent you a text right then. I said, I said, Charlie, when you're done with Super Bowl, we need to talk.
2: And here we are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that I had the best. I had a primo spot during the Super Bowl parade uh, there, where all the VIPs were getting ready to to take part in the parade. And so yeah, it was a packed house with all of our Kansas City celebrities, and uh, yeah, put them on the news. On How Channel 41. have you been at 41? I've been there in a little over five years now. Okay, wow. Well, yeah, 2017 mate. is when I started, and yeah, it's been great. Well,
0: congratulations! You've done a fantastic job. Well, I appreciate it. You know, that. and it's just what Channel 41 has done, as we said earlier, was it is intentional. Oh yeah. You know, you can put out you can put out slogans on the air and all that kind of stuff and advertise it, but it's what you do. That really defines how we, as the consumer, views your product.
2: Thank you. Yeah, we got to, you. Got to follow through on those oh, slogans yeah. oh, and no, that no, mindset. No, no, I, and Everything. I, I,
0: there's yeah. there are several people that we worked with before. You know that that is just when I first uh, asked you if you'd heard the show, and you said no. But we're talking about it in the newsroom.
2: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it has been. It has come up. Yeah. No doubt about yeah. it. <laughs>
0: you know, and and that's neat. But it's just, I think that's what sets Kansas City apart from from so many other cities you know just like mike murphy's show that was fantastic here just didn't work in st louis right you know the the community is just what we have here we've got great restaurants we've always had great restaurants and we've got great small businesses but you know if we don't do our job as consumers we're not that's that's not a that's not our birthright that we're going to have this forever
2: oh yeah you got to vote with your wallet
0: oh yeah you know cuz otherwise you're going to turn into the suburbs of st louis or chicago and and you just see chains and chains yeah. and chains
2: no, no one just, wants that.
0: No, cuz I remember we went to Chicago probably about 5 years ago and we stayed up in the North Shore and it's like let's go find some place to eat and we we're looking for something local. We drove probably a mile before we found something that we didn't have in Kansas City. Oh man. And it was sad. It was like it's like that's I I hope we never turned into that in Kansas City. We do that well, thank you very much, Charlie. Appreciate you being in here, uh, and we'll yeah. have to talk uh, later.
2: I'm honored to have the invite, oh, this, and this, it's been lots of fun. fun. Yeah, it's it's great to dive into these memories.
0: Okay, then next time I may not. Next time you come back, if there is next time, you got to bring one of those three guests with you.
2: Yes, some of our other hometown reporters. No,
0: I'm talking about one of the people that you interviewed at the parade. Oh. <laughs> All <laughs>
2: right, so, yeah, I'll get in touch with Rob Riggle here right away. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, he's gonna. Be, I think he's gonna be in town for this big fundraiser in a few months. All right. So we'll just do that. Just let let Whoa. them come on and I share their it. favorite rest restaurants and um, when they were growing up.
1: And don't forget next Saturday, yes. tune in
0: at ten o'clock. Yep. We're gonna have special guest Jim Eddie. Yep. Of the Eddie family and um, and Marilyn
1: May will be calling in and uh,
0: hopefully that still comes through. Yes. But uh, Jim Eddie uh, initially contact him because Eddie's Lofenstein. A lot of people talked about that and missed that from that restaurant. And so I got a hold of him and his um, brother or uncle had other restaurants and things like that. And then his dad started earlier, which is where Jim would know um, who um,
1: uh, Marilyn May is. Okay, Robert. Yes, sir. Thank you for the fun. Thank you. Have a great weekend, everybody. See you next Saturday. Bye. This concludes this broadcast of
7: Kansas City